Little Friday. Made it to a good Friday. April Fool's Friday. I got to admit, I got sucked in today twice. Twice. And the day's still young. How are we looking? Bill Michael Show on the air. Today we got a good one. Rob Reichel is going to be joining us, Forbes.com and Conley Media. Uh, going to talk some Packers with him. Going to talk some Packers and more so Brewers with our buddy uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Coming up here in a little while. Ben, have you fallen yet for a April Fool's joke? No, sir. I'm well trained. I hate him. Uh, I I don't even think of him. I, I really don't, to be honest with you. And yet this morning I woke up. I'm like, I'm, I read something. I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. Boy, that sucks. And then I got to the end of the article and... There it was. April Fool's. And if you were reading this in outrage, you're an idiot. I'm ready to boycott things and <laughs> just <laughs> jump to a conclusion. And something told me, read the entire article. Don't jump to a conclusion. And sure enough, there I was, moronically. Um, that was it. So uh, a buddy of mine, his name's Bill, Bill Redensel. Bill has been with the uh, Harley-Davidson Museum and doing Harley stuff for as long as I can remember. And there was a picture today uh, out in front of a quick trip with, uh, I can't remember what it was, something lining kugels. And uh, Bill, in his post, is, well, I finally did it. I broke down. I bought a cell phone. And it was his first, my first picture. And I'm like, Ben, he does not own a cell phone. If you can't get a hold of him at the office, you don't get a hold of him. I envy he does that. Not, he does not want a cell phone. There's no reason for him to have one. What's funny, though, he uh, uses his wife's phone and posts all the time, all the time on his Facebook page. He'll take pictures with her phone, post it, and then walk away. He And, and he'll do stuff on his computer, his laptop and such, down at the office, down at the Harley-Davidson Museum. But for the longest time, he has he doesn't own a cell phone. And every year I see him, and every year I say, When's your, where's your cell phone? He doesn't have one. So anyway, I saw that this morning, and I was like, shut up. And I'm going on and on. And then I realized it was all crap. April Fool's got me. That was a good one. It wasn't so completely outrageous. So, and then, did the did you read the UW alumni newsletter? No. Where the UW alumni newsletter put out today, UW-Madison must replace the beloved fourth quarter song, Jump Around. And it is from the UW alumni newsletter, the Alumni Association. Uh, and it says that UW recently received some news that will disappoint Badger fans, athletes, and students alike. And this is written really well. But a legal representative for the music group House of Pain contacted the university marketing department uh, with a cease and desist order back on March 25th, 2022, and the use of jump around at various football events and commencement ceremonies. Yeah, it's a And it goes on. It quotes people. It's a tradition. Uh, it might sound trivial, but this is significant. It's a blow to morale. I mean, on and on and on. And I'm reading this thing, and at the very end, at the very end, um, it said the old school reunion mix that they're going to use 
uh, something else by DJ Cool instead, and hope that hopefully it'll take it'll take root. And then it says, uh, you know, we hopefully hopefully you enjoy the rest of your April Fool's Day on Wisconsin. That's the last line. I mean, I was ready to boycott House of Pain. I'm ready to go on. It just, and I thought you got to be kidding me. And then I got to the very end. Something told me to keep reading, and sure enough, there it was. Oh, Bill, I got did you see in. the Brad Davison news? Uh, no. UWBadgers.com, and they didn't even write April Fool's at the end, said that Brad Davison was granted another year of eligibility and will return for his sixth college season. And not only did it get a lot of the normal public, it got some of the beat writers for a little bit. And they tweeted really? out, and then eventually they realized that it's not true. Right. I, uh, I, that I would not have believed. That I would have said, there's no way. Not happening, uh, and there you have it. Well, they wrote a very real-looking article about it and didn't mention right. that it was fake. Oh, no. I, you know who's famous for that is on Milwaukee.com. They'll write an article about something, and it, you'll be like, wow. And then at the very end, you realize what it is. So today was one of those days. For some. Yeah. Um, so do I get a pass a, today if the breaking news sounder sounds and I read something and then at the end of the sentence I realize it's fake? Right, yeah. Um, I, I read everything first today. I, I read everything first today. Naturally, I probably still won't. So uh, that's, that's the deal today. And uh, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. It's kind of like walking around. On eggshells, you're waiting for something to jump out and bite you, and it, it'll be so completely egregious and outrageous that you'll go, "There's no way!" Oh my God! And you'll repost it or something, and sure enough, I am not a big April Fool's joke person. I just, I'm not. I, I never, never really have been. You know, when I was a kid, you know, you always do the goofy stuff, but for the most part, uh, I'm not a big April Fool's joke guy. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, I. I don't post a lot of stuff that's goofy. I did post that article, by the way. Speaking of that, I did post the uh, the jump around article. So when you read it, you know what it is going into it. But uh, but yeah, beyond that, nah, I didn't. Uh, not a big April Fool's guy. So we'll see what comes up today that we have to z- decide. Maybe we have a whole segment of the show of headlines, Ben. Maybe we put a, put together a whole segment of the show. That'll be your task during breaks. Start finding headlines that are either real or fake. And we have to determine if they're real or fake. Oh, I like that. But the headline, not the, I'm yeah. not going to read the story. Just read. Don't read the story. The just headlines. give me the headline. Love just it. give me the headline. So if we are natural uh, suckers in general, then uh, we may all fall trapped to that. But we need some headlines of real stuff and then write some stuff that's fake. And uh, we'll see if we can determine what is real and what is not. Maybe we do that later on in the program. I think I, I think we go in that direction today. We do the uh, we do the April's Fool, April Fools or not segment of the show today. There you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. So that that's kind of what went on today. That was that was one of the uh, that was one of the starts to my day. Good workout today, though. Do you ever notice how good you feel after a good workout in the morning? Even though you're dragging ass, you just feel good. Feel good today. I don't know why, but I do. 
Did you watch that game last night? Oh, my goodness. Giannis is, by the way, somebody had said to, said to me today, excuse me, um, Lucas writes, another Bucks win, and he was writing this to our buddy Dan Casper, but he said another Bucks win, and he said I, I, that uh, the, the Bucks are the least appreciated team in Wisconsin, and you know it's true. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. And then he's got hashtag Bucks and Six. I think the Bucks are not the least appreciated. Uh, I think their fan base, and I said this, I think their fan base has grown exponentially in the last five years. As a matter of fact, they are the most consistent team in basketball win-wise over the last five years. For the last half decade, they have won the most games consistently. So, uh, because you've had injuries, obviously, to Golden State, so they've been up and down. They've changed personnel. Uh, the Lakers have been up and down. Uh, the Suns have been up and down. Brooklyn, up and down. Um, Houston, up and down. You can go through the list of teams that were good, and then were bad, and then were good again. So, the Bucks have been the most consistent team. They just have not been the best when it comes to winning in the postseason. Okay? So... Uh, I but but when it comes to wins and losses, certainly the Bucks have been the most consistent team. What I will say about the Bucks, and I, I'm going to be brutally honest here. Okay, so let's let's do let's let's keep it real. I think the Bucks were for a long time, a long time looked at as a terrible franchise. In the early 2000s, they had a resurgence. Prior to that, and then after that. They were kind of a joke. They were trying. They brought in a few guys. But for the most part, they weren't a team that even looked over the fence and paid attention to, especially during the long regular season. The Bucks fell into Packers season, which, you know, even now, most people say they don't start paying attention to Bucks basketball until, you know, February, March, okay, leading up to maybe the All-Star break. So they fall into Packers season, and Packers reign supreme. Then when you get into baseball, the Brewers have had on and off success for years now. They were good under Doug Melvin. They've been good under David Stearns. Um, you, you go all the way back to Dean Taylor. He kind of started the, the re-tinkering, if you will, of the Milwaukee Brewers since Mark Antanasio took over. So the Brewers have had that optimism. And the Brewers got a new stadium. When I got here in 1999, the Brewers had traditions. Opening day, Easter weekend, um, Euchre, obviously. And then there was optimism when they built Miller Park. And they had a couple of good years. Then you go back to the year that Braun and Billy Hall and Prince Fielder and Corey Hart and J.J. Hardy, they all started coming up. And then there was optimism. So then there was a lot of reality that there was some hopefulness there. Uh, the Badgers have had, they had Bo Ryan. They had Bo Ryan, basketball-wise. And when it comes to the Badgers, they had, you know, the end of Barry Alvarez. They did go through a good period with Brett Bielema. 
the Gary Anderson uh, thing was a dismal failure. And then obviously Paul Christ. There has been consistency there. And we are a football state. So it's kind of true. So going back years, when you say Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, going back years to when I first got into the state of Wisconsin back in 1999, um, that was the saying, the slogan, and the way it rolled off of your tongue for advertising that WTMJ did when I was there. And that was the standard. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. That was it. And that's why it kind of, in many heritage memories, holds true today. Now, when it comes to success, the Bucks by far have been the most successful franchise in this state in the last probably decade. Because they brought in Giannis, they started the rebuild, the new ownership took over, there was a new uh, arena on the horizon, they've had success, and they've won a championship. By far. They did. And when the new ownership took over, and when they became, when, when they were getting rid of, of uh, you know, coaches and bringing in Budenholzer, and they were making a concerted effort to go beyond Milwaukee. For a long time, the Bucks did not go beyond Milwaukee. The installation of the Wisconsin herd as well, up in up in Appleton, Oshkosh, um, that also gave them a larger imprint and footprint within the state as well. Um, so, I think that the the Bucks have done a better job. But for a long time, they only marketed in Milwaukee. They didn't market as heavily outside of the Milwaukee market as they do now. So you're right. They're probably the low man on the totem pole, and they are disrespected to a certain extent. But I think part of it is because of where their season falls. Part of it is because partial lack of success, but their success has grown with their fan base, which has grown with them over the last five, six, seven years. I mean, you don't need to look any further. When you talk about disrespected, you don't need to look any further than 70,000, 67,000 people outside in the Deer District and 20,000 inside the Fiserv Forum. You're talking close to 90,000 people downtown, 90,000 people downtown, more than at Camp Randall, more than at, at uh, Lambeau Field, more than at Miller Park, just downtown, crowded around the Pfizer Forum to understand that their fan base and fandomonium has grown large in the state of Wisconsin. And you have a legitimate, likable superstar who does and says just about everything right and plays his ass off in every game. He has the capability to make those around him better, and he also has the capability to overtake a game and close it out, much like we saw last night. So they may be a little undercovered because Packers coverage still statewide reigns supreme. It just does. But when it comes to Bucks basketball, this is the time of year that everything begins to heat up. Everything, all the eyes begin to get focused on the Pfizer Foreman on the NBA. And so I, 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 I would take a little disagreement 
I would take a little disagreement with that statement, if that makes sense. Agree or disagree? 877-867-1670 on this April Fool's Day, Friday, of which, later coming up later on in the show, our own Ben Kenny tasked with the, with the job of trying to find believable and unbelievable April Fool Day, Fool's Day headlines. And we'll try to pick out which is true and which isn't coming up a little bit later on in the show. Stay tuned. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there, Bud Light in the Bud Light Hard Soda. Oh, they're so good. Classic cola, cherry cola. They've got the orange soda as well. Oh, they are good, and they're made with zip, zero, not a sugar. Good stuff. Also, we are brought to you by our friends at Budweiser, who are going to be bringing you the opening day broadcast uh, for the Brewers' home opener at American Family Field a week from next Thursday on April 14th. We are going to be live. We're going to be at Stenny's. Downtown, Second and National, Walker's Point, come on by, Wings, Bloody Marys, Garlic Cheese Bread, and then we're going to put you on the shuttles, send you down to the game, plenty of time for the game, as the game is a 414 on a 414 at the 414. All you got to do is stop by Stenny's and enjoy yourself ahead of time. Stay tuned, more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on on this uh, on this friday this portion of the program brought to you by uh, our good friends over there at uh, epoxy flooring done right sean and again sean right now is in mexico i just saw him and his family on spring break took his kids on spring break but when he gets back i'm sure he's going to be back at the uh, grind so to speak and uh, doing it and doing it right and i have mentioned this time and again uh, my my uh Gym floor. Uh, he did my gym floor years ago, a couple years ago, as a matter of fact. And uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Different colors, different finishes. Uh, they can even paint your room as well that uh, you're doing the flooring in. So from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between, it's epoxyflooringdoneright.com or call Sean directly. 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. The over and under on what will be seen first when North Carolina takes on Duke. Um, And this is betting, by the way, from betonline.ag. The Duke National Championship highlight. (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, so listen up, Ben. It's either the Duke National Championship highlight. That's at plus 150, three to two bet. Coach K crying, that is plus 250, a 5-2 to bet. North Carolina's national championship highlight, that's a, a plus 275, 11-4 bet. Or a Dean Smith clip or image, plus 300, 3-1 bet. I like the Coach K crying. They also have on TV what will happen first. Coach K and Duke calling a timeout. Or showing Coach K's wife. Oh, it's what gonna will happen be the first? Wife. You would assume. What will happen first? Those or I break my television because I can't stand the highlights of 2015. 
I know. <laughs> uh, what will be what will the broadcast mention first? Hubert Davis as a first year coach to make the Final Four, or Coach K retiring after the season? There you go. This is, this is going to be good because some of my headlines are going to be Coach K related. Okay. Um. By the way, they uh, Las Vegas, believe it or not, has odds out for WWE and WrestleMania coming up on Saturday night. I kid you not. Um. I I don't I don't even. <laughs> Uh, I kind of kind of crack up at this as if this is a real thing and not predetermined. That's the that's the stunner about it. Single match, single match winner. Women's match winner. All that kind of stuff. The championship NXT match winner, WWE NXT stand and deliver winner. Oh my god. I've never seen WWE stuff. Uh, in the uh, betting odds sheet that I get from Vegas, that's funny. Can't believe it. Uh, that maybe it is. Maybe I'm reading too much into it because it's April Fool's Day. So you got Villanova and Kansas uh, going at it. Uh, Duke in North Carolina going at it this weekend in the Final Four. We'll get into that coming up in just a little while, without a doubt. Um, Judge Mail's burner account says they have odds out every year. I, they may have it. I'm just saying I don't usually get it on my sheet when it comes to WrestleMania. I, I just don't get it on my sheet. But this year they included it on my sheet. Um, talking about the Bucks, and uh, if you want to call it disrespect, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Um, Rick says, I can't watch the Bucks. I don't have cable. Same for the Brewers. So for me, it's Packers 365. Rick, I get it. Uh, also says Herb Cole was not committed to winning years ago. Herb Cole was committed to winning. That's that's not true. He wanted to win. I I, I got to know the senator a little bit um, when I got a chance to travel with the team. Herb Cole wanted to win. And and he, when George Carl got here in '99, Herb Cole wanted to win. I mean, he he made that move and began to put that team together and gave George Carl carte blanche and said, I, I want a championship. I think what happened was there was success. Um, and even still to this day, Coach Budenholzer has won a championship. And I have still, I, and maybe it's because of the length of time between success I've never seen anything like, well, maybe like when Coach K walks into uh, Cameron Indoor, you know, um, there's a there's an ovation for the coach. I've I've still I've never seen anything, and I think it was because because George Carl did a lot of television, a lot of radio, uh, enjoyed it, enjoyed talking to the media, enjoyed the 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 thing that I liked about George Carl was George Carl wanted to sit down with you. I can't tell you how many times I would go down to the uh, practice facility and I'd walk in and I, I would ask him a question. And he would say, after you know the media scrum would walk away, he'd say, hey, Bill, Bill, uh, come here. And we'd go up to his office. And he'd pull up tape and show me what he was talking about. He just 
loved the game of basketball. He loved teaching basketball. He loved talking about basketball. And then he would ask you your opinion. What is the perception of this guy? What does this guy think? What does he say? What does he say to you? Because I'll see if it jives with what he says to me. He just loved to talk about the game of basketball. And you don't get that. So I think um, even though Coach Budenholzer's won a championship, I don't think he gets the same amount of love because, one, people always want to knock the coach for everything they do. Uh, You know, it's always you never win a championship because of. You always win a championship in spite of, uh, which is a shame. But George Carl was personable. He was out there. He was in front of a microphone. He was on radio shows. He was doing television interviews. He was doing newspaper interviews. He was, he was, and he was downtown. You could, you could walk in anywhere and you could see him downtown. And people got to know him and they loved the guy during success. So I still have not seen any level of adoration like I saw for George Carl when he finally, after years and years and years of not even being not even sniffing the postseason, finally putting the team back in the postseason. So I think that had a lot to do with it. But um, George Carl is still uh, just one of the best and iconically weird. Kind of like Barry Alvarez when Barry would take the field and Barry would get an ovation. It was kind of that same ilk. But I, I make no mistake about it, I think it was George's ego, too, that was the ultimate dismantling of the Milwaukee Bucks. But make no mistake about it, Senator Cole wanted to win. He he did. He would talk about it on the flight. He would talk about it in conversation away from a microphone. But he gave George Carl carte blanche. He's like, go go get me a championship. Whatever you feel you need to win, do it. And he put his money where his mouth was. I gave him a lot of credit for that. Now, in the latter years, we knew that things were winding down and, you know, Obviously, Ernie Grunfeld was on his way out, and, you know, John Hammond comes in, and John Hammond was given, you know, some money and some knowledge and some nodding of okay to go do things, but he didn't put as much money into the team because there wasn't as much optimism for success. But uh, there was a good period of time where the senator, he was all in, and I think he he felt a little burned by, by all of that. But, no, make no mistake about it, he wanted to win. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Stay tuned. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show on the other. And our guys at Burn Pit Barbecue, go to burnpitbbq.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. Great rubs and sauces and such. And uh, they've got hot sauces now, too. But uh, they've got an event coming up. They're going to do some uh, barbecue stuff in Greendale. And uh, they've got an invite out and looking to... Uh, 
raise some awareness for that. So go follow them over on Facebook. Go to burnpitbbq.com or just go follow them on Facebook and see everything that they have to offer. They're based in Wisconsin. Couple of, uh, a couple of former Marines, as a matter of fact, put this thing together over a year ago. They're coming up on two years in business, and kudos to them for what they've done here in our own backyard. So good stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jeffrey says, we were talking about uh, Bucks basketball. Uh, George Carl messed up the Bucks for years by trading Ray Allen. It wasn't just trading Ray Allen. It was uh, bringing in Anthony Mason. The Anthony Mason deal, when they thought Anthony Mason was going to put him over the top, was the beginning of the end. It was the beginning of the end for a lot of reasons because I remember Tony uh, Tony Stotts, who was the assistant head coach at the time, did not agree. He he was, went to him. I mean, I, I behind the scenes there was you know George, this isn't going to work. Don't do this. You know, didn't agree with it. Ernie Grunfeld didn't agree with it, but George had the power. And George basically said, if you don't agree with me and you're not on the page with me, you're going to get the hell out of here. And so both guys uh, systematically were eliminated. And that was the beginning of the end. And George admits that, that the trade for Anthony Mason was bad. Uh, Anthony Mason was way past his prime. Obviously, trading Ray Allen away for the glove, that was that was not good either. I mean, that trade was bad. But Anthony Mason, that that's the one that kind of broke up the team, that broke up the coaching staff. It caused a riff in the front office with George. It, it really, that was the beginning of the end. And then you're right. Yeah, after that, everything kind of went downhill. But knowing what went on behind the scenes, um, you know, with, with the Anthony Mason deal, yeah, that was... Uh, that was that was the in my opinion anyway that was the beginning of the end. So, um, Jim says when you're projected as a top ten pick, you go you get paid. Uh, his stock's not going to improve. Talking to uh, my my assumption about Johnny Davis, uh, much at all with yet another year you have a uh, you have a whole new flock of one and doneers, as he puts it, to compete with next year. Uh, he can work on his game full time as a pro uh, versus better players and not worry about school. Uh, go get paid. Yeah, when you're projected in whether it's the first round or high first round, whatever it may be, when you've got that money sitting there, as much as you'd love to say, you know what, come back with another year of maturity, come back with another year of leadership, come back with another year of game, elevate yourself to maybe – not just the top 10 pick, but maybe the top pick, you know, become a better shooter, become a better ball handler, dribble drive off the drive, you know, uh, penetrator, you know, step back jumper, whatever it is, whatever it is uh, with shortcoming in your game. You want to, you want to have that as a fan, you want them to come back, but let's be honest, you, me and the fence post, right? If we had five, 10, $15 million sitting in front of us, that pretty much guarantee the rest of our life we are set up and all we got to do now is go concentrate on our craft, I think you and I are going to do the same thing. I don't fault him at all. As a fan, you'd like to see him stay, but I don't fault him at all. Not at all. Not one bit. Not in today's day and age. Go get paid. Go get your money. You know, see what he does. And, you know, much like... uh, you know, Johnny Davis said he's going to take the uh, the Wisconsin Wisconsin flag and wave it proudly. 
all throughout uh, you know all throughout the league. So, and hopefully, when they continually say if he has success, Davis out of Wisconsin, 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 out of Wisconsin. Hopefully, it leads to a signing or two down the road to say, yeah, they actually can put some really cool things together in the state of Wisconsin under Greg Gard. And that's all you can hope for. I don't fault him for that. Go get paid. Bring in the money. Coming up later on today in the program, we're going to talk with Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. We're going to talk with him about this Packers team and about what now as rumors continue to circulate, but that's that, that first wave, that heavy wave of all the trading, everything that was going on, all the guys that were getting signed, that way, it's all calmed down. It's all calmed down. That first initial influx, and this year it was a tidal wave of deals, of money, of of trades. A tidal wave hit us. And now we're all sitting there going, drying off, going, wow, what the hell? That was huge. And now we're waiting for this, this, second, this second level, this second wave of stuff to begin to happen. And there's a lot of rumors and innuendos out there. We're going to talk with Rob Reichel about that and talk some more Brewers baseball. Brewers got drilled yesterday. Drilled. But they got to Otani, which was nice. But they got drilled yesterday. Uh, doubled up, as a matter of fact. But that's okay. You know, spring training. And they, they're running out there all kinds of different different lineups right now and such. So that's that's okay. No big worries there. I saw some people that were tweeting about it. And it's like, ah, eh, not worried about it. Not worried about it at all. Just get get your pitching down. That's it. Get you get you know guys get their stroke on, and then pitching. Go go get your pitching down. That's it. You're just gearing up for uh, less than a week away from baseball starting. Less than a week away, and you know what we did it last year, and I had a few people ask me about it last year. We did a show where we did uh, we we were uh, we had stuff on the smoker. Remember. And I started the day, I think it might have been an Al Capone roast and something else, but I started the smoker. And a couple people said, reached out to me and said, hey, are you going to do it again this year? Are you going to have that opening day beer and brats and hot dogs and all that stuff on the air? I'm thinking about it. I, I got to kind of put it together. Uh, ben, were you with me last year for opening day? I don't think you were, were you? No, that was before my time. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know what specifically we're going to do. We'll do something. Dude, I'm going to do something where we take the video camera outside or whatever. I'll, I'll figure something out. Oh, it's something Masters Thursday, too. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's Masters Thursday. It's opening day of baseball season. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mulling this over. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to fire the grill up. I don't even know what the temperature is going to be. It looks like, uh, from at least what I'm seeing, it's going to be high 40s next Thursday. At least... From the forecast that I saw in this area, now it may be five degrees warmer in Chicago, but I can't imagine it's going to be much warmer. So if you got 50 in Chicago, good luck with that. So I don't think I'm going to be doing the show outside from the Tiki Bar like we did last year at some point. Were you here for that show, Ben? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. That was later so, in the summer. Yeah, that was yeah, that was midsummer. So I don't think we're doing the show outside, but we, we might do something. There might be something fired up on the grill, and uh, then we'll go from there. I think I it could be a red polo day in solidarity if a certain uh, player okay. of uh, plays Tiger possibly coming back. People yeah. think he's going to announce today. Apparently, he always does the Friday before the tournament. Okay. It also happens we'll to does. be April Fool's Day, so I'm going to get got. Yeah, all right. Yeah, if Tiger comes out, he could come out in a cast today, and you'd freak out. And then you go, ah, oh, 
Okay, I get it. I get it. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. A lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It is grilling season. As if you didn't know, we're just talking about it. And uh, if you're going to go get yourself something and uh, do a little tailgating and you're going down to the ballpark, uh, you can stop off Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha. And I'm telling you, ribs on a stick. Uh, there's there's numerous things I like down there, whether it's uh, the ribs on a stick from Robert's, which are fantastic. You can walk in, grab those, you just order up a couple of pounds of those things, whatever. Uh, those are fantastic. Or when it comes to uh, buying stuff down there, you can get uh, already the uh, Al Capone sausages, the extra hot Italians, which are fantastic, your regular beer brats. You can get beer brats with cheese in them, which is really, really good. Uh, there's just so many different things you can get down there. Or if you just want to do steaks, do some bacon wrap fillets, you're good to go. Throw some of those pre-stuffed mushrooms, whether it's the broccoli and the Parmesan and all the cheeses in there. Or you get the, the stuffed mushrooms with the Italian sausage on top. Oh, so good. Am I making you hungry? They carry it. Go to uh, Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. And, uh, and just go in and just browse. You walk in the door, you can smell it. Oh, you can just smell the barbecue and all the thickness. And it's just in the air and it's in your clothes. And it just you, you smell like you're at a barbecue. It's so good. Stop down to Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha and tell him we said hi. Paul Roberts, by the way, in a walking boot right now. He had some surgery on his foot. So if you uh, you walk in and you see uh, Paul gimping around a little bit, you know, give, him, give, him a, give him a little pat on the back. Say, man, go sit down. Go sit down. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, Jeffrey says, Facebook, the only place to listen or watch the show? No, you can do it uh, in many different facets. Jeffrey, you can go to and listen to it on the radio stations. Okay, we've got, I don't know, 12, 14, something of them right now all throughout the state. Uh, you can do it uh, on Facebook. You can do it on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com and become a subscriber. And that way, when we go on the air, it pops right up. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S show, Bill Michaels show. Put them all together. Make one word and you're good to go. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels show. Uh, there's Twitch TV. You can download that app on your phone as well. Uh, you can find us over on uh, Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. Plenty of ways to keep up with the program. By the way, you want to drop us an email? Go ahead and do it. The Bill Michaels at gmail.com. That is the Bill Michaels at gmail.com. Uh, our buddy Steve wrote this and said, uh, March is craptacular at best, and now it's time to get things greening up. When it comes to April, I'm looking forward to the possibility of add, adding either DK Metcalf or Brandon Cooks at the Packers' number one wide receiver spot. I believe that Metcalf is the uh, is in last year uh, of his contract. Cooks' contract can be voided after 2023. What would the draft capital be for either one of those guys? I, I, I'm thinking you might give up a first and maybe a second for DK Metcalf, something like that. 
probably similar to what you you gave up for uh, or what you got back for uh, Devontae just because of the situation? Because I'm sure there's going to be more than a few teams bargaining for DK Metcalf. It may even go up from there. Uh, in the draft, I think the Packers like Alave a lot, but Goody has a way of using his poker face. I really think they would roll the dice on Jameson Williams, even though he's recouping from the ACL tear in the national championship game. Also keep an eye on Traylon Burks and Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. He's a 6'5 burner, and uh, if teamed up with Burks, could be a great one-two punch of big receivers in rounds two through four. Look for names like uh, Wandale Robinson from Kentucky or George Pickens from Georgia. Uh, also watch for tight end Jelani Woods in rounds three or four. He's 6'7", but a big receiver who was also a good blocker. That is um, Stephen Richfield, our draft geek. There you go. Steve, you're the man. Appreciate it. By the way, um, James, uh, James writes from yesterday's conversation about baseball and the cold. He said, Minnesota screwed up. They put dome on a football stadium and no roof on the baseball stadium. Listen every day possible. That's our buddy Jim. That's That's the truth, too. 100%. Now, different ownership, but you are you are correct. They went backwards on that. They didn't have enough money and couldn't ask the taxpayers to put enough in to put a roof, a dome, on their baseball stadium. But they did it and got a state-of-the-art beautiful stadium in U.S. Bank Stadium, except unless, of course, you're a bird. For whatever reason, birds just dive bomb that thing, run into the glass and fall dead at the base of the stadium. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know why they went ass backwards in Minnesota. <laughs> it's just kind of dumb, but it is what it is. We all understand it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, Anthony writes, uh, unit love the program on a Friday. I fell for the April fools, a UW alumni gag myself. Don't feel bad. I was pulling my hair out thinking jump, jump around was not going to be played anymore. Um, I also, my buddy also told me that Brandon Woodruff had a torn labrum on his shoulder, and I also believe that, and that was an April Fool's Day joke. Uh, my Brewers' April Fool's Days are over. I cannot wait for the beginning of the season. Uh, love listening to the program. There you go. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Coming up later, we've got Rob Reichel going to be joining us uh, from Forbes Media Con- or from Forbes.com, Conley Media. We're going to talk with him. We also uh, have uh, um, our buddy Kevin Holden on from CBS 58. He's going to join us later in the show, talk some Brewers baseball. We got fake or not fake, April Fool's Day or not April Fool's Day headlines coming up from our own Ben Kenny, by the way. Coming up next is our buddy Rob Reichel, so stay tuned for that. This portion of the program brought to you also by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And our friends at New Mail, they got it going on. They're good people over there. So if you are sitting there right now, you got ED, you know it. Your partner knows it. You ought to give him a call, 414-455-4451. For any of the locations, 414-455-4451. Maybe... You're sluggish, you're moody, you're tired. I mean, come on. It's still early in the morning, and you're maybe face first into your computer or tired driving around on the work site. Man, go get your uh, testosterone check. Could be low T. Takes 10 minutes. That's it. Takes 10 minutes. Check it out. And then if you're looking down going, I can't even see my feet or any other of my favorite parts, maybe you need to lose a little weight. Get rid of that chunky monkey, if you know what I'm saying. Give our friends at New Mel Medical a call, 414 455 4451. That's 414-455-4451. Hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show on this April Fool's Day Friday. Coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. 
Listen, rate, subscribe.